Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in John chapter 9, verses 8 through 23. This is our second segment of a text where Jesus heals a man born blind. Our previous text ended with Jesus anointing the man's eyes with mud and then sending him to the pool of Siloam to wash. And after he did that, he came back seeing. And before we jump into today's text, I want to humbly lay before you the option of supporting Christian Crusaders and our podcasts with your generous financial gifts. For decades, our ministry has been heavily reliant on large estate gifts, donations that people generously leave us after they've passed away. And those gifts have been a huge blessing to our ministry over the decades, but they're irregular. We don't know if or when they're going to come in, and it's hard to plan. And so we're trying to raise more and more of our nearly $400,000 a year budget from everyday listeners and supporters like you who send in $25 a month or $100 or $200 or $500 or $1,000 a year. And if that's something that the Lord would inspire you to do, you can listen to the instructions at the end of this devotion to learn about how you can give a tax-deductible gift online or through the mail. Obviously, no pressure, but we're just trying to be a little more intentional. We'll probably do an announcement like this once every month or so. And regardless of whether you give or not, we're thrilled to have you along with us on the Bible overview of the Daily Dose devotions. Let's jump into verse 8. The neighbors who had seen him before as a beggar were saying, is this not the man who used to sit and beg? Some said, it is he. Others said, no, but he is like him. He kept saying, I am the man. So they said to him, then how were your eyes opened? He answered, the man called Jesus made mud and anointed my eyes and said to me, go to Siloam and wash. So I went and washed and received my sight. They said to him, where is he? He said, I do not know, which parenthetically I think is kind of funny because they're asking him to tell them where a guy is who he's never seen before. I don't know where he's at. I don't even know what he looks like. Verse 13, they brought to the Pharisees the man who had formerly been blind. Now it was a Sabbath day when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes. So the Pharisees again asked him how he had received his sight, and he said to them, He put mud on my eyes, and I washed, and I see. Some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, for he does not keep the Sabbath. They're referring to Jesus. You remember they had a run-in with Jesus back in John 5 about Jesus healing a man on the Sabbath, which in their eyes is unlawful. So some think there's no way Jesus is from God because he doesn't obey their rules. But others said, how can this man who is a sinner do such sign? If he's so unlawful, then why is he able to do these miracles that we're seeing? One thing I think is important to mention at this point is that nobody's disputing whether Jesus did the miracle or not. Even the Pharisees, his strongest opponents, are affirming that he did the miracle. They're upset that he did it on the Sabbath, and they wonder how he's doing it, but no one's disputing the fact that he has done supernatural things. Continuing on, and there was a division among them. So they said again to the blind man, What do you say about him since he has opened your eyes? The blind man said, He is a prophet. Verse 18. The Jews did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight until they called the parents of the man who had received his sight and asked them, Is this your son, who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? His parents answered, We know that this is our son and that he was born blind, but how he sees we do not know, nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him. He is of age. He will speak for himself. Then John adds this parenthetical statement. 
statement. His parents said these things because they feared the Jews, for the Jews had already agreed that if anyone should confess Jesus to be the Christ, that is the Messiah, he was to be put out of the synagogue. Therefore, his parents said, he is of age, ask him. So his parents are like, I don't know anything about this. Why don't you go ask him? They're trying to distance themselves from this whole situation so that they can maintain their status as faithful members, good members, peace-loving, not-rock-the-boat members of the local synagogue. Even to the degree where it kind of sounds like they're slightly willing to throw their son under the bus or at least leave him hanging out to dry. Jesus has been so controversial. He's such a polarizing figure that these parents whose born-blind son healed by Jesus, an event that you would think you would be really excited about and want to proclaim to anyone who would listen, they're being cautious. They're being calculated. They're being measured and careful. And this raises an issue for us to do some reflection on ourselves. Do we fear what other people think of us more or do we fear God more? I'll tell you what, we're living in a culture that is extremely divided. There's a lot of controversy and conflict. There's division all through our society over a host of different factors and issues. And there's definitely room or even necessity for us to be shrewd and wise about how and when we take a stand for the truth of God and his word. I'm not suggesting that we should walk into every day and every situation, guns blazing for Jesus, throwing our 10-pound Bible around. But that's probably not the temptation most of us have to fight. The temptation most of us have to fight is more likely to open our mouth or take a stand at all. A stand that's going to be unpopular. A stand that's going to result in us being criticized or even rejected by people close to us, even by religious people. You notice in these texts who's the most worked up about Jesus claiming to be the Messiah. It's not the pagan outsiders. It's the religious insiders. Sadly, there's a lot of that going on in our culture today. There's a version of Christianity, or maybe I just call it religion. I'm not sure it's Christianity, whose highest values are that we just tolerate and accept everything, that we never say anything that would challenge anyone, that we steer clear of making any claim that we have a corner on understanding the truth. You're certainly going to get some blowback if you suggest that the Bible is God's inerrant word. You're going to get some blowback if you suggest that faith in Jesus Christ is the only way that somebody can be forgiven and rescued from hell. Shoot, you're going to even get blowback in some religious and some quote-unquote Christian circles if you even suggest that there is a hell. So, Christian brothers and sisters within the sound of my voice, how much can you in your heart of hearts identify with the man born blind's mom and dad? They're waffling a little bit. They're succumbing to peer pressure. And to a degree, I think you could say that they're selling out on Jesus Christ a little bit. Believe me, I know the temptation is great to do that, but we don't want to be those kind of people. Lord, when given the opportunity to stand for you, to stand for the truth of your word, help us to be strong and bold and undeterred by the popular opinion of the world around us. Pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at ChristianCrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast airing on stations around the world since 1936 and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com.
We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.